Hey everybody, welcome to episode two of Stupid or Irresponsible. Today, we're going to talk about slow computers. Last, uh, last week, we hit on passwords and some of the dumb things we see out there in the wild as pertains to security. Um, but today, we're going to get into a little bit more of the uh, pro- productivity side of things, I guess, maybe. Um, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to introduce this by, well, first of all, IT companies. Joe, are we super cheap? Do our customers ever come to us and want to pay us more money? <laughs> I don't think that's ever happened. No. no, they don't like, I mean, we, we are not cheap. We're not like wildly expensive. I mean, my attorney, dang, he charges me 400 bucks an hour. To me, that's expensive. But I'll tell you what, when I'm paying him 400 bucks an hour and he tells me to do something, guess what I'm doing? I'm doing that thing that he told me to do, right? Because I paid him. <laughs> I paid him for that advice. And what drives me crazy is that people pay us a significant amount of money. And then when we give them advice, sound advice, by the way, uh, they'll think, oh, well, you're just trying to sell me something. Well, yeah, I mean, sure, we are trying to make a profit. But also, guys, we're here to take care of your network. We're here to try to help your business grow. We're here to try to help you be productive, uh, make more money yourselves. Um, I mean, mean, yeah, we're not a charity, so we do want to make some money in the end. But we're not trying to rob you when we're giving you advice. I promise you that. So we're going to talk about what's smart when it comes to technology, really just finances in general. What's smart is to not spend money just to have a cool gadget. I don't ever recommend that to any of my clients. And I don't do it myself. It's also, Joe, do you, you might, but do you buy technology the second it comes out? Uh, no, really. It's a general rule of thumb. I don't ever get anything until like uh, generation two. Uh, I give it, especially when it comes to like expensive device. The more expensive it is, the little more time I give for the bugs to get cleaned out. And, uh, well, and the price is going to drop, isn't it? Absolutely. Yeah. Inevitably everything like my phone right here is two generations behind. It's a pixel three XL. Uh, I think I picked it up for 600. Uh, I think it came out at something like 12, so about half price. What I Yeah, I mean, so my kid, he's getting into streaming video games. That's his new thing, you know. <laughs> him, and, and, him and everybody else in the world. Well, yeah. I know, I know. And he's having a blast with it, but he was talking to me about this video card that he wants. It's like $1,300. Just came out. I'm like, yeah, that's awesome. But guess what? If you wait a few months, that card's going to cost about half of that. So <laughs> this is another thing we do not advise people to do in the course of doing, uh, you know, IT consulting probably don't need to stay on the cutting edge of everything. Um, For sure. There's always going to be a guinea pig out there that'll do all the hard stuff for you and go through all the crying and the suffering. (laughs) Yeah, right. So the smart approach here is to develop a solid strategy for your business and spend exactly the amount of money required to execute on that strategy. Correct? I mean, is that a good way to say it? I mean, that's just too much common sense for me. Okay. Well, and we don't want to go there. Uh, (laughs) I mean, common sense is a misnomer because it's not that common. Um, Anyway, so that's the smart side, right? Buying the right stuff um, based on the strategy that you're working towards. Now, stupid is saving money at all costs. And what I mean by that is I have watched people spend a small fortune trying to save a few pennies. How do we tie that back to slow computers? Joe, what do you see out there where uh, where slow computers are involved and how this is not a smart decision to operate on ancient equipment? Yeah, I'll tell you, let's see, we're recording this here in May of 2020. Just yesterday and every other time I've gone on site to pretty much any new company, there's at least a 
a handful of Windows 7 machines out there in the wild. Uh, let me tell you now, Windows 7 was, you know, they stopped making that on a computer and selling those, say at Best Buy or whatever, in 2013. Seven years ago. So, yeah, over seven years ago. And how many of these do you still find? I mean, uh, enough. <laughs> a enough. handful everywhere, if okay. not the whole operation, for sure. Not a financial uh, sound decision, but also this... I mean, we're not talking about security today, but this is a, a double whammy, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, uh, Microsoft's no longer supporting it, so any kind of bugs or anybody that hacks into Windows 7, unless you're paying them a premium right now to uh, have Microsoft specifically look at your machine, you're not getting any of those security patches, and hackers are just living and thriving inside those Windows 7 machines. Yeah, and, and so largely people are doing this because they don't want to spend that uh, massive outlay of cash to buy a new computer, right? Well, sure, yeah, and uh, the biggest argument is hey it's not broken let's not you know right. we don't need to fix right. it it technically works right yeah it'll turn on it still runs microsoft office it still does this it still does that what you don't see though in what's not working is security features is the app developers aren't making stuff for windows 7 your printer's not going to work next week just because the, the printer drivers aren't going to be working on that it, the list goes on. There's a million things, and you're going to find little bugs here and there, and you just kind of put up with it. So you're going to have technology problems with All it. All over the place. And then you're probably going to have some productivity problems with this, correct? Absolutely. I mean, easily, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, have you ever seen that out in the wild when you're when you're working? Let's say you go to do an evaluation of a new prospective client, uh, and you have to do the, the network assessment. Um, what are some of the headaches that people are dealing with? Like the, the emotional or the, the yeah, stuff that just no, messes yeah. with them. I mean, a lot of the times I go on site and there are people that'll turn their computer on, they go do this, that, or the other, or anytime they need to open this application, they open it up and then they have to get up and leave because it takes so long for that thing to load, or this doesn't work and that doesn't work and they just have to give it some time. When the reality is, it's because it's, it's very, very old. <laughs> a newer computer is going to turn back on. Um, I mean, specifically, I was in a medical practice. Um, let's see, when was that? Wednesday, uh, a couple days ago from today. And they've got an entire leg, um, uh, medical record software running on a v Windows Vista machine. Do you know when Windows Vista came out, Justin? Just, just Listen, I, I, it's going to be early 2000s. You're absolutely correct. So 2007 um, when, when Vista was, was came out. So 13 years ago. 13 years ago. And this I was off. I was thinking of Windows Millennium. <laughs> it wasn't quite that old, <laughs> but it definitely has some dust in there. And, uh, but 13 years. Yeah, and I this mean, is a current practice. So think about all the HIPAA violations. Think of all the security possibilities of things that, that hackers have introduced since 2007. Joe, let's put this in perspective for anybody who dares to listen to our podcast. What is the age we recommend for a productive <laughs> workstation in a professional environment? Now, listen, if you want to have some dinosaur in your home for your kids to dink around on, God bless. But in a business where you're trying to make money and you're trying to keep employees happy and you're trying to keep clients and customers happy... What do you recommend? Well, we recommend three years. Uh, we we typically say up to five years. We give that couple year leeway just because price does become an issue, especially in the bigger machines. Uh, and this is where we're talking AutoCAD. We're talking very large programs and very expensive 2,000 plus machines. Uh, but generally, if you're working in a business environment, we recommend to replace your workstation every three years. Three to five is, is the range you just gave, correct? Yeah, that's right. Now, I'm going to say that we've extended that to include the t 
to five part because we get so much pushback from people when we're trying to tell them what they really should have, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Because one to three, I mean three, three is kind of the the really the recommendation where beyond that, you're going to start dealing with some technology problems, some compatibility problems, and largely you're going to start dealing with some frustrations from your end users, right? 100%. Okay. So here's where we're going to tie this back to stupid versus irresponsible. Three to five, I'm going with that's irresponsible. Past that, guys, I'm sorry, this is stupid. And I'm going to show you why. We're going to do a little bit of math. Joe, you're not a finance guy, right? At least not in this company. <laughs> no, no, no. Do you know what a profit and loss statement is? I've heard those words, sure. Okay. Uh, it's a statement of basically in, in categories, all of the expenses of a business and all of the income of a big business, okay. right? Okay. So what, what people love to do is take this statement and dissect it and look for any large numbers and cut them out to try to save money. I mean, that makes sense because we want more profit. And that would be on the loss category, not the profit. Well, yeah, yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, okay, so they'll see this line item that's pretty big, and it'll be technology. Ooh. Drain on the budget, right? <laughs> Let's see if we can cut some dollars there. But... The largest expense in most organizations, do you know what that number is, Joe, what that category is? Uh, I guess it would be technology, wouldn't it? No, it's you. It's you, the employee. What do you mean? You, Joe, are my biggest expense in this business. <laughs> my employees, the, the largest expense I have to deal with month in and month out is payroll. Okay. So, and, and I love that you didn't know that answer because this is what gets looked over. And this is why I'm going to, why I harp on this, why it just eats at me and why I call it stupid, because I'm going to do some math for you guys. So let's take a minimum wage employee in the great state of Texas. That is $7 and 25 cents an hour working full time. If we were to give that guy or gal a computer that was not state-of-the-art necessarily, but definitely within our window of one to three years, and we're going to spread that expense out over the three-year life of the computer, the cost of the computer as a percent of that person's payroll is 2.4%. So if we can take, let's just say that this poor minimum wage employee comes up to you, Mr. Boss slash CEO slash business owner and says, Hey boss, man, if you would just give me a raise of 2.4%, man, it'd mean the world to me. Joe, if you're a boss, are you going to tell him no? <laughs> I mean, 2.4%, this is hardly even going to impact uh, the, the math on your P&L that we were just talking about. Is that worth somebody's happiness? I mean, I'm going to have to stretch my imagination that I've got any kind of authority. But yeah, that's uh, <laughs> makes sense to me. Well, I mean, let's let's put that in perspective. Let's say that uh, one of your technicians, because you do run that department, came to you and said, Joe, man, 2.4%. Is there any way you could convince the boss man to give me that raise? Are you going to go to bat for him? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, okay. Absolutely. Hands down, right? Absolutely. Yeah, now, no if that employee came and said, I need a new computer, knee-jerk reaction is what? You're uh, a technician. You can fix it yourself. <laughs> damn straight, guys. We're stupid, too. Uh, okay, so this is the lesson I'm trying to point out. It's a matter of perspective, right? If, if we and, and listen, we haven't always done this right. We understand, like any organization does, that we've got to watch every dollar. Um, and we've operated on some old equipment around here from time to time, it's right? Been, it's been done. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, 
But man, 2.4% to make a difference in somebody's life. We're talking about the emotional duress. You get somebody that's dealing with these out of control, out of date computers, and, and they're pissed off. They're ready to put their fist through the screen because the thing's so slow. And then a customer walks in the door. Is that the attitude you want your employees to be, you know, working with clients or, or the, I mean, what's it going to do to the morale of a company if everybody's just constantly mad at their technology, mad at their computers, right? I mean, do you see that when you're out there? Oh yeah. Like, uh, no kidding. Less than a month ago, I was, uh, I went on site to go help someone out with their phone system. Uh, they were changing the, uh, the in call inbound calls to uh, from the check in or se- to uh, a remote station because of COVID, and she was literally in tears. I've heard that expression. She was literally bawling her eyes out because she was so frustrated with this thing. It wouldn't wouldn't work. And I mean, the long story is, it was an old legacy server. It was out of date, and nothing was working. And, <laughs> and <laughs> she now, was crying. And now she's got to pick up the phone and deal with the client. Yeah, exactly. Right? She has nowhere. She doesn't know where she stands. Uh, you know, there's nothing. All you can do is throw your hands in the air. It's very frustrating. I can t- definitely see. I, I definitely felt for her in that moment because I've been in those moments too. But yeah, it's it, yeah, <laughs> devastating. So let's let's come back to these numbers with that in mind. If I, I did the math on a minimum wage employee, but let's do the math on somebody who earns a solid fifty thousand a year. Okay, as a percent of their payroll, a decent like a really good computer for them is zero point nine percent of their payroll. So that employee comes to you and says, Joe. If you could just raise my salary by 0.9%, it would have such a dramatic impact on how well I dealt with my customers. Put yourself, use your imagination and put yourself in <laughs> boss man mode. Are you giving them that 0.9% raise, Joe? 0.9, can you dig into your pockets and pull out 0.9%? You know, I think I'm going to have to, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to let that 0.9% go. Yeah. <laughs> now, if we're talking about the big wigs, $100,000. These guys that are pulling in six figures, if we're going to do it as a percent, now we're at 0.3%. Guys, this isn't even going it, to, it, we're talking about a rounding error to give people good technology. You know, it's funny you bring that up. I I definitely noticed the owners of the company or the, the big decision makers, the guys that write the checks for these computers are almost most likely to have the worst computer in the whole company. Because they're trying to save a buck. Sure. And and you always think about the last, the last person you always think about is yourself, generally speaking. Absolutely. And Absolutely. I right. mean, I, I can't tell you how many times I've gone into an operation where the owner is running the oldest piece of equipment in the, in the whole building. It's just a hand-me-down. It's like, it's like, like taking the hand-me-downs from from your kids that's crazy yeah it's yeah. crazy the guy whose time is worth the most is yeah. is, is, <laughs> is working stepping on stepping over dollars to pick up pennies or however that <laughs> saying goes right so listen we've talked about the emotional impact the productivity impact the technical challenges that it introduces to not have adequate equipment and again i'm not talking state-of-the-art i'm not talking about wasting money i'm just talking about adequate equipment treating our employees the way they should be treated is such a small percent of the investment that we make in these people guys this is stupid 
buy your employees some damn computers and let them get their job done. Joe, any final thoughts? <laughs> I think you nailed it right there. All right. So we've talked about stupid. Let's go back to what's smart. I'm going to tell you again, don't just go spending money blindly trying to stay on top of technology. I highly recommend getting a professional evaluation of where you're at, what it is you're trying to accomplish with your business, and then the the formula for the right tool set. Guys, we'll do that for you in a 10-minute consult. No charge, no strings attached. Just go to master-computing.com slash discovery. 10-minute phone call, and we'll tell you where you're at, what you need to do with that. Buy it from us. Buy it from somebody else. I don't care. Just don't be stupid about it. We'll talk to you guys next week. Joe, say goodbye. Bye, everybody.